This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, Barely Legally Blonde. Tell them what they can't win, Brian. I like puppies. Ramifications of the lady hole. Fifty Shades of Greyjoy. One Capote, two Capote, three. <laughs> Hold on. One Capote, two Capote, red Capote, blue Capote. There you go. I don't always dream, but when I do, I I dream cheaply. Nicolaj Costco Walden Books. Mama's Dark Companion. Francine McGillicuddy Pinochle. <laughs> Bogey Sandwich on your six. Raw Earth Metal Sandwich. There's a there's gold in them there toilets. <laughs> Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This is Beverly Hills. Here dwell the rich, the famous, the glamorous. Movie stars, royalty and exile. Retired millionaires, sportsmen, playboys, hillbillies, hillbillies. Bonjour, Mademoiselle Jeanne. The Morning Stream. Sweep the leg. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the morning stream or to it for the first time or second or third time. I don't know. I can't assume anything anymore. I don't know where That's these right. people came from. No yes. idea. I just know they're here and we're here <coughs> here and it's Wednesday, September 2nd, uh, 2020. I have a sore throat because of the stupid smoke mm. and I have uh, a crick in my neck for sleeping funny and I bit my tongue in the middle of the night some at some point. So... I'm just a barrel hey, of monkeys batting, today. Batting a thousand. <laughs> yeah, it's going great. Uh, it's just not my night for whatever reason. I went to bed happy, though. I was just having a great day yesterday. Nice and uh, uh, good times. We got to spend a little bit more time with the family and stuff before they all leave again. And why? To the point that I have a story to tell you, Brian. A story. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Gather around the fire and listen to this tale. <laughs> so here's what happened. Um, my mom and her... Her man, <laughs> what's he called? Her well, husband. Her husband. I guess my stepdad. Whatever you call him, John. Right, 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 John. Yes. Uh, they uh, decided that hey, we should do one more dinner thing before everyone leaves. Her town. lover. Yeah, her lover. Her dark lover. <laughs> so he says, hey, we should do dinner one more time before everybody goes home, before Wendy flies home and all that. And I said, that sounds great. What do you guys want to do? Can we try for something outdoors? You know, blah blah blah. And. Because it was a little chilly, weirdly, like the last two days have been kind of chilly. Uh, we got people from Arizona and they're like, oh, it'll be too cold because they're used to 120 degree weather and, you know, almost dying in it. And I said, OK, well, what are we doing then? So they decide that they want to go to an olive garden. OK, okay. yeah, an olive garden, <laughs> an olive garden that claims they've got all the, you know, protections in place and the arrows on the floor and the masks and the stuff and the clean this and that, you know, they get the whole deal going. So, yeah, it's fine, whatever. But I don't love Olive Garden. It's not my favorite place to go. I mean, it's sure. OK once in a while. And if I go, it's lasagna. That's all I get. What else are you going to do? Yeah. What else I like is- their, their manicotti when they have it is good. But but uh, yeah, it's. And the, and the Zupa Toscana is great. Of course, oh, we like that. Zupa Toscana and the that's the way to go, right? 
The yes. soup, the breadsticks, and the salad. <clears throat> right. If you're gonna bring just bring me that, and we're, we're we're golden. We are golden. So so we did. So some of that was there, and we did that, and blah blah blah, whatever. So we're there. It's a party of eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's all family and stuff, and we're all sitting there, and we're all having this conversation. And our server, who was very good, by the way, and worthy of a of a of a generous tip, she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about her, what I couldn't shake it. It was driving me nuts. Every time she'd open her mouth and say something, I went, I know this woman. How do I know this person? She's wearing a mask, so I can't really see her. Do I actually know her? Or do I just, does she remind me of something? It was driving me up a wall the whole time. So she'd come around and go, how's everyone doing? Do we need any more drinks here? You know, all the stuff you do, right? All the, all the server stuff. Right. And then it hit me. Because at one point somebody said, hey, you're doing a great job tonight. Thanks for taking care of us all. And she goes, Oh, thanks! Like that, <laughs> a little, uh, a little Midwestern, uh, yeah. uh, North Dakota maybe accent in there. Yep. And so immediately it, it hit me, and I knew who it was. She reminds me of Stifler's mom slash the lady <laughs> in uh, all the the best uh, in show, all the Christopher guests, the uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. The, oh my yes. gosh, she was the spitting image, at least ver- at least audibly. She was she was Jennifer Coolidge, and it drove me bananas. Oh, that's hilarious! The whole time I was there. What was the uh, what's the Reese Witherspoon uh, deal, lawyer deal? Oh, the movies that she does. Uh, uh, barely legal, I think. <laughs> Isn't that it? Oh no, Legally Blonde. <laughs> Legally blonde. Sorry, not barely legal. <laughs> All right, you just you just made the show right there. We uh, could actually stop right now and really, still get an Emmy for this episode. Honestly, and I'll be honest here, my brain thought that I was saying the right thing. I really did. <laughs> I thought that was it. But why is she in that? Is she your mom in that or something? Or what's her? I deal? think she's in that. Yeah, I I'll be honest. I have never seen either of the Legally Blonde movies. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Not uh, well. I should say I've seen bits never or the or the barely legally blonde. <laughs> but I think that might be my new trivia team name, barely legally blonde. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Look what we've done. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen a full uh, the, the full film, the first or the second, <laughs> but I've seen like a bit or a piece in like a Vegas hotel or something. Right. Well, I so. used I know I used a clip for one of our All Stars games uh, to identify the movie. Oh, did we get it? Do you remember if anyone got it? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I think did. it was probably pretty obvious because it had um selma blair in it and and she's another fairly recognizable or just from uh or from did veronica belmont get it wrong and we just let her have it because she's so mad that we didn't want to make her because she scares us yeah we don't want to <laughs> stir the beast you know what i'm saying that's right yes exactly awaken uh the thunder yeah. <laughs> so i of course never told this lady that she reminded me of stifler's mom but i I have to admit, I was slightly tempted, and uh, yeah. I told everyone around the table, and she walked away. You guys, I said, "Kim, that's Stifler's mom." She goes, "What?" That okay? So I, I love Jennifer Coolidge. I think she's a, a, an incredibly talented comedian, and 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 very funny. Yeah, I love. Would her. someone? It would be almost like saying, "Would it be if if you told somebody they reminded you of Paul Giamatti? Would they take that as a compliment?" <laughs> Well, are you saying they're you acting me of Toby uh, actor Toby McGuire, Toby Hooper, not Toby McGuire? Who's the guy who played uh, um, Truman Capote? Toby. Oh, Toby. Oh, um, yeah, he's great. To- uh, 
Toby. Right. Toby. Yeah, exactly. See? To Toby. Yeah. Toby. Toby McToberson. Toby Keith. Toby, Toby Keith. Keith? Is it Toby? Is Keith? that right? Really? No. I don't think it's Toby Keith. I don't think it's Toby Keith. Toby Seymour Hoffman. No, that's not it. Um, oh, Toby Keith is there in country. Oh, that's that's not a singer guy. No, no, no. There was two. There were two uh, Capote movies that came out around the same time. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman played one Capote. Yeah, and then then the other one I think was um, it was Toby something. In cold, in cold Blood was the movie. Yes, it was named after the book he wrote. Thank you, Toby Jones, Claire Gack, Claire Gack, bringing us bringing us the facts all the way from Ireland. That's right. We should know this too because he's a he's a, um, a Hydra guy, right? On the in the, in he the is. that's right. He's uh, Arnim Zola. Yeah. Why can't I pull that name yeah, out? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> right on the tip of your tongue, dude. Freaking Arnim Zola. Anyway, but like, all right, let's say somebody says, "Oh, you know, you remind me a lot of Toby Jones." And somebody say, "Oh, thank you for that." <laughs> well, I mean, if they mean, if you mean physically, then then it is maybe not a compliment. But if you mean right, you know, acting prowess or whatever, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, if you if. If mannerisms and things like that, oh, you remind me of Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, thank you, dear. Oh, she's so sweet. Yeah. But it's like, oh, really? All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wonder. I'll Jennifer sure Coolidge. To, the I'll make, can I bring you one more bowl of soup <laughs> <laughs> directly to you that I don't want you to share with anybody else? Yeah, that no one else will eat and that you'll remember forever and maybe never come back here again. <laughs> yeah, she. She. Right. So I. I was. I mean, it's. It's even enough of a. It's not enough of a reference to even bring up because I'm. I don't think I couldn't even remember Jennifer Coolidge's name. I would only think of Stifler's mom. And so it would have been impossible for me to say, hey, you know that lady that plays Stifler's mom? You kind of remind me of her. She was also on Seinfeld once. She was like the massage therapist. And Jerry kept make, trying to make her give him a massage. And, and it was like a no means no allegory. Oh, to, really? You know, okay. That, that, was right. her, that was her, by the way. Uh, so that's the only way. I mean, how else do I explain it? Because I don't know the actual lady. And she would have just looked at me like, okay, well. Uh, if you need anything else, just you know, she was she, exactly. <laughs> she wouldn't have been into yes. it, but yeah, um, that's the other thing is, uh, you, you, it's probably less favorable also to say that you remind them of a character that maybe has some negative connotations. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, she's Stifler's uh, mom for identity sake. four brings up. Oh yeah, the cougar who bangs high school boys. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's quite the quite the comparison to make to yeah. this poor lady. Anyway, really uh, it was fun, and it was fine. I have to admit, though, I really don't like being in. Uh, I like the outdoor business, and I know summer's not going to sure. last forever, but yeah, you know, it's just a, I don't know. I just feel better about it. But it was fine, and uh, it was good to talk to everybody. And I mean, you know, six feet is six feet, whether you're indoors or outdoors. Masks are masks, whether you're indoors or outdoors. We've kind of Tina, kind of, Tina and I have kind of resigned to the fact that if if we go to a place. And they don't have outdoor seating, but they're still practicing safe guidelines inside. There's really not much difference. The big difference is ventilation. Like if you're open right, air, right, you're right. Just, the HVAC systems yeah. might be just pumping the the stuff right around through. That's true. Yeah, that's about the only thing though. And mm -hmm. it was fine. And again, service top notch. She was super nice. Uh, I would recommend her, even if she does remind me of Stifler's mom. <laughs> all right i've got an email here from andreas fisker okay all right why is the name fisker f familiar what do we uh, know it might be the name on your scissors oh right that's a <laughs> fiskar fiskar is uh is a, is a scissors company also sounds like the last name of a comic book character or villain well fisk 
Fisk oh, is Fisk. Uh, the, the kingpin. Kingpin. That's Again, what can pull out Wilson Fisk, <laughs> but can't pull out Toby Jones yeah. for whatever reason. Toby Jones. You know, or, or legally blonde for <laughs> exactly. Toby Jones was excellent in uh, the Mist. Just a side recommendation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's he's great in everything, man. I mean, yeah. that guy can do no wrong. He's mm-hmm. great. Although it bums me out that he had to be the deep impact to uh, to Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, Armageddon that year. You know what I mean? <laughs> the double, the the dual Capotes. Yeah. Um, did they come out the same year? <laughs> the dual Capotes. Dual Capotes. I gave them the old dual Capotes. So really 2005 good. was uh, the one called Capote. Yeah. They both. And in Cold Blood. I feel like it was the same year. Maybe they were separate. It was right around the same time. Um, let's see. Was uh, the was the newer movie? Maybe the newer movie wasn't called. In, in Cold Blood. In Cold Infamous. Blood. Infamous was... Uh, Wait. Uh, that was 2006. Infamous was the movie? Yeah, Infamous was the movie about oh. Truman Capote writing In Cold Blood. Okay, so a year later. Yeah. Okay, well... Okay, I'm, I'm having a, a Berenstein Stain Bears problem here. Oh, yeah? Well, you're, you're remembering it being called In Cold Blood? Yeah, like you yeah, said. there was a... I mean, obviously, that was the name of the book, right. but there was also a 1967 movie. Uh, based on the book. Oh, okay. Well, there are people. Uh, have I? Se- I don't think I saw this movie. Listen to this cast: Sigourney Weaver, Toby Jones, Gwyneth Paltrow, Sandra Bullock, Isabella Rossellini, uh, Peter Bogdanovich, Jeff Daniels, Craig or Daniel Craig. You know James, the James Bond. Mm-hmm. Hope Jeff Davis. Yeah, that's a big cast. Wow, that's right. a big cast. That's the infamous one, huh? Yeah, maybe I have to see that. Why does that sound like another? name of a thing infamous that's the name of a video game oh that's why it's the infamous series <laughs> you know the one where toby jones has electric electrical powers and he flies around and blows stuff up as... coming up on tomorrow's episode of tms andreas fisker's email stay tuned <laughs> coming right up you'll have to wait a full day all right here's the email hi mad max and modok i like that nice i like that a lot Hey, yeah, uh, Modoc's head's not big enough in that game, by the way. Oh yeah, did you see the follow-up uh, email? Oh. That is that was a that was an interim uh, image of Modoc, you know, mid transformation. Oh, so his head. Oh, okay, so his head yeah, gets his, bigger. His head gets bigger. He okay. he, he starts looking like true real uh, Modoc, which is I played that yesterday, and uh, I'm I'm digging it. Oh, you know, good. The, I was going to ask what you thought yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, the controls. It's taking me some time to get used to the controls, especially after playing Titanfall and after playing. Um, Just Cause and uh, Far Cry. Oh, I can't wait for the new Far Cry. But um, it's a new control system. You know, you gotta get used to the whole heavy attacks, light attacks, uh, ultimate attack stuff. And uh, I'm kind of kind of digging it. That's good. Um, yeah. Patrick told me if you are a Marvel fan, you're gonna love this. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you should not play it. Is what he told That's, me. That that feels. That does feel pretty solid at least so far yeah. what i'm getting into if this were not if this were not a marvel ip yeah. i'd probably be like all right meh yeah because that's mm-hmm. i mean that's that's the thing that's the hook right is that it's marvel it's totally the hook is that it's marvel yeah exactly. these are just like random fake characters you never heard of you wouldn't care right the three of the four games i'm playing on the regular are marvel games right now nice uh this <laughs> says is your dream interpretation service still a thing says andreas and i would say yes it is so here it is I had this weird dream. I was with my wife and my kids, and we were about to buy two cats at an animal shelter. 
One of them is a ninja cat, apparently. It jumped around doing crazy things. My son, a big Ninjago fan. That's like some like Lego ninja thing, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> wants the cat, of course. You do, son. My daughter finds a more relaxed, normal cat. We buy the cats, and we get a discount. Yay, because we bought two cats. <laughs> his, dream, his dream includes a discount. Yeah, I love it. I love it, too. Right. I've never had a discount in my dream, ever. <laughs> if anything, I have to pay more. Yeah, this is new. So he says, where is it? Okay, then I look down, and I find myself on a somewhat uh, or somehow familiar staircase. Yes, I've been there eons ago and seen that chandelier before. Holy carp. I'm alone. And I'm on my way to Guardian's Library in Carazon. Uh, uh, and that's where I woke up. I would like to hear your thoughts on that. Thanks in advance for making the hours on the road to and from work fly by. Kind regards, Andreas Fisker. Well, Andreas. Wow. Okay. Uh, Brian, any hot takes on why he's in Carazon? And, uh, uh, no, but I'm thinking the cats have to, the cats are representative of something else in his life that he doesn't have control over, right? Mm. The, the jumping around doing crazy things, cat that he can't control is something in his life that he can't control. That's interesting. That, that feels like a, that feels like one Oh one. Okay. Uh, so on, on the back of that, then, then I'm going to say that the Karazhan bit or Karazhan, however you say it, world of Warcraft, uh-huh. Karazhan, the, the, the raid, he's done that before and he was perhaps successful <clears throat> even though it was hard, even though it may have taken a bunch of tries, he got mm-hmm. through it. So the cats represent uncontrollable factors, but Karazhan represents surmountable mm. obstacles. You know what wow, I'm saying? Wow, look at that. Yeah. Okay. All right. We, we've done it. I feel like... Uh, yep. Uh, if we Now, do we bill by the hour? Because we started talking about his email way before Jennifer Coolidge and Scissors and Oh yeah, like we oh, no, it, no, I guess it was after Jennifer Coolidge, but it was before Scissors Sure. And, uh, I, I think anytime we say any pre pre or post stuff about like even right now, like right now yeah. talking, yeah, this yeah, still counts. Still, yeah, still talking about his email. We're this is billable time. Yeah, this is billable hours, so our nice. secretary Janice will be with you shortly and thanks for your time. Uh, if you <laughs> if you have a dream you'd like us to unpack for you, you can always email us just like Andreas uh morningstream at gmail.com. A quick reminder that our 2000th episode is hurtling toward us at magnificent wow, speed no kidding uh we are at should episode... be there in three weeks yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that right yeah yeah it's just about uh 1983 is what we're on today so we're one year away from uh the uh, temple of doom um <laughs> i think this year we got uh well no return of the jedi is this year in 83 oh yeah right? return of the jedi yep yeah mm-hmm. so a uh, couple more uh little ways off till uh 80 until we get back to the future in 85 but 1983 uh, we're on our way to 2000. When we get there, oh, someone said on Twitter yesterday, and I don't know if I wrote their name, wrote their name, or it was an email or something that said, "You know, you're going to do episode 2020 in 2020." That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. 2020 in the Can year. Can we time it? Can we time it so that episode 2020 is the last episode of the year, <laughs> and then the first episode we do of 2021 is episode 2021? It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, but it means we take like three months or two months off. Yeah, <laughs> taking a extra time off, folks. Sorry. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> just for just for some cool neurology, everybody. Yeah, just some, just a little bit of time. But anyway, um, the 2000 uh, episode commemorative mug is available in full photo form and in pre-order form on the Frog Pants store. So get yours reserved today. They are going crazy, and the first batch is being ordered today. So. Get on it if you want it. That's over at frogpants.com slash store. It's the first thing you'll see uh, right there. 2,000 episodes. I should, 
I should be taking, I should be um, doing music uh, related to the year, right? So tomorrow would be the David Bowie, Tina Turner song, 1984, a cover of that. Oh, um, that's a great idea. The day after that would be Paul McCartney and Wings, 1985. Yeah. Uh, we'll do 1999 by Prince on that day. We'll do... Um, Oh, there's so many we could totally, totally do. You should totally do that. You like this sort and of thing. And just blow off people's uh, requests. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's your birthday, but come on. We got to play <laughs> Prince. It's 1999. Yeah, ah! we'll still say happy birthday. We'll just play a different song than you wanted. How about that? How about that? Right, apples? there you go. Um, all right. There's all that. Guess what, guys? What, guys? We, <laughs> we have a Babel Royale today, but it does not involve Brian Dunaway. It involves the venerable Randy, De uh, Randy Deluxe st sitting in his stead. And uh, that'll be great fun. And here it goes. Yeah, that music means it's time for Babel Royale with our visiting uh, friend who always pops in whenever Dunaway can't be here, Mr. Randy Deluxe. Randy, hello. Oh, I don't get a returning champion. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a returning champion. Actually, you are. You are a returning <laughs> that's, champion. That's true. That's right. really... Oh, yeah. Really, in uh, in this pandemic, there are no champions. There yeah. are just a bunch of losers. Only I am losers. a returning loser. There's a couple of champions. Whatever <laughs> company has cornered the market on masks, they're doing all right. They're making some that's cash. A, you know? That's the thing. Yeah. Like I now have so many masks. I it's just so strange that like seven months ago in my life, there were no masks. I didn't own a single thing to cover my mouth with. And right now, near my front door, there are so many masks that I can't even count. I couldn't count them. Like, yeah. it's, it's mountains There's a basket of masks, and they're hanging masks. on hooks. Yeah, by the front door, there's probably about uh, uh, 20 masks in a basket that are just my masks. Tina's are in a drawer underneath my basket. And in my car, I think yesterday to pull out to put in the washing machine, there were six or seven masks uh, strewn throughout my car. Yeah, it is crazy. The only one, I had, only one I had six months ago was a single... Uh, like workman's sort of dust mask, you know, like a putting up sheetrock kind of mask. We had one of those, and that was it. One other thing I wanted to say to you guys, uh, I love that you've never seen the Legally Blonde movies. Um, the third one is called Legally Blondes with an S on the end of There's it. There's a like third aliens. one? I didn't know it yeah. was a third one. Yeah. No, you're making that yeah. up. Hold on, listen to me. I, you, I, I, let me get the punchline. The <laughs> oh, third oh. one is called Legally Blondes. That was 2009. This year, the current year, it was announced that their work has actually begun on the fourth one, and they're calling it Legally Blonde 3, and I just think that's a crime. Uh, you cannot do that to me. Is that really yeah. true? They're yeah. making a third. They are making a third one, then. That's they're happening. making a third one with Reese, Reese Witherspoon. The, the 2009 Legally Blondes did not star Reese Witherspoon. Hmm. Oh, Wait. Oh right, right, right. That's true. When uh, do we get when do we get the um the the movie in the series that is just titled L Woods, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or or even just Woods? Yeah, Woods. <laughs> How about just Woods? Can we get that? Legally yeah, Blonde, I, by the way, this year two or I'm sorry, next year it'll be 20 years old. Right. That first one. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the crazy. last one will be called uh, Legally Blonde. Case closed. <laughs> Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, nice. Legally, uh, uh, legally blonder, in the... batter and blonder. No, yeah. I guess that would have been more of a '90s thing. Well, the good thing is she still freaking looks amazing, so she'll be fine. She'll do great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's Except get to this. Chip. Oh, we need a caller. Gosh dang it! I oh wow, to... yeah. What are we doing? I, what, for, I what forgot day to. Is it? I forgot to take a call. <laughs> I may have already missed one. So if you haven't, oh, here we go. Okay, I got one here. All right, let's see who this is. Hi, thanks for calling. Who's this? 
this is Gwaltmar from the chat. Hello. Oh, wait. How'd you say how, what was the name again? <laughs> My name is Galen, but I'm Gwaltmar in the chat. Oh, Gwaltmar. Okay. Oh, Gwaltmar. Yes. Oh, I see. Gwalk, right there. Gwalkmar. Yeah. You just typed something, so it's good that I could see I you in the most recent uh, <laughs> messages on there. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, th- uh, thanks for uh, buzzing in. We're going to have you be our hopeful our winner today. Depends on how all this goes, and Brian Ibbett has to explain how it's going to work. Correct. I'm going to be giving Scott and Randy a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me uh, answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the one is going to go to the other player. Gwokmar, when the walls fell, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic today. You're playing for a couple games, courtesy of Kyle Berry. Thank you, Kyle, for sending us Psychonauts. That's an awesome game. Oh, yeah, nothing wrong with that. And Gnog, G-N-O-G. I don't know anything about it, but uh, you might... You might be confused as Gnog is not part of the redemption code on Steam, even though it looks like it would be part of it. Oh, it totally does. Looks like one of the four character things in it. That's funny. <laughs> speaking, exactly. speaking of, have either of you checked out Wasteland 3 yet? Yes, I've been playing it. It's great. Are you kidding? It's on my jam. Oh, my gosh. I just want to live in that place. I just want to live Are there it. Marvel characters in it? Then? No. No, I haven't <laughs> checked out any other games. No. I, uh, I, ca- I was trying to describe it the other day, and I was like, I, I ended up uh, saying it's like Diablo 3 was it post-apocalyptic, like Mad Max. And, turn, I, and turn-based. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. it's a turn-based, you know, the Wasteland games are turn-based. They're like, you know, Fallout, the Fallout series was inspired by the original Wasteland. Wastelands 2 is like a, you know, updated that. But it's basically like, you know, imagine a isometric Fallout game, but with some pretty wacky Wasteland stories. I mean, it's totally my setting. My I love everything about it, so... I'm loving it, except I sent everybody up into an attic and a bomb went off and killed everybody and I hadn't saved for a while, so I'm a little bummed about that. But other than that... That sounds like an XCOM story. Yeah, a little bit. bit. I sent everybody... (laughs) I sent sent the wrong people to do the job. (laughs) That's the XCOM story of my life. Yeah, and if you guys like turn-based XCOM-style combat, that game's full of that, so it's great. It's an awesome game. Uh, All right, well, these are good prizes, Brian. You can't win that game, but you can win the two that I mentioned before. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, but they need a topic, and then you're going to get a chance to see who uh, who you want to go first. This one comes to us from uh, Son of All Father. Whoa. Son of All Father. Jeez. Kind of appropriate for this one, too. In 1996, writer George R. R. Martin started a little book series about dragons and swords and dead people. In 2011, HBO turned it into a TV series and added nudity. Over nine years, there were 73 episodes of Game of Thrones. According to IMDb, there were more than 200 recurring characters and the top 15 characters appeared in 40 or more episodes. This can be tricky. There's some characters who appeared in 38 or 37 episodes. Don't say those, but you can get a mulligan. If you name a correct character and the actor or actress who played them have fun, you know, I'm going to allow, wait, I'm gonna wait, allow wait, him to set name and name and, and, and character. I'm going I'm I'm to clarify. Cause I just got done reading their little explanation, which I'm going to okay, allow. Okay, okay, um, okay. All right. So uh, I want you to name the characters that appeared in 40 or more episodes of game of Thrones. If you also, okay, 40 or more. If you also name the actor or actress that portrayed them, I'll give you a mulligan. You can only have one mulligan at a time, but that mulligan will allow you to, uh, to make a mistake and immediately get another guess. Okay. Okay. I like that. That feels fair. And the, and the low bar is four, zero, 40 40 episodes or more. This is going to, this is going to be over with quick. Yeah. It's going to be a rough one. (laughs) 
Wow. We'll see how That's we do. Right. All right. So, because it's been a while since we've seen any Game of Thrones uh, for this one. Uh, Guacamar, with his arms wide open, who do you choose to go first <laughs> and who do you want to win? I, I don't remember which one of you was the bigger Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. Uh, let's do Randy go first, got to win. All right. I, li- okay. I like it. I feel pretty good about this, actually. So let's let's see okay. how we do. All right, Randy. You're starting. I've just sort of I just sort of got in my head like the the people that are are listed first when you when each episode starts, right? So sure. like there's there we we do have some easy ones. I don't think we're gonna lose immediately. But like like the the name, apparently the star of Game of Thrones ends up being Tyrion Lannister. That's my first guess. Mm. That's a very I, good first guess because it's right. And he's also been in the most episodes. Uh, 67 of the 73 episodes of Game of Thrones feature uh, Tyrion Lannister. Isn't it crazy to think there were four whole movie-length episodes of this show? <laughs> that didn't he, feature him? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, crazy. It totally is. Yeah, totally that's weird. Is. Are you going to try and earn a mulligan? You should try and earn a mulligan. Uh, oh, mm, oh mm. can he? Oh, I see, because he can do it oh, now. Oh, I see. You're you're asking me. No, no. I, I mean... It, Everybody knows who played him. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it for a oh, minute. All right. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, daring moment. Um, all right. Let's do um uh let's do just, uh <laughs> her name just left my brain. Daenerys Targaryen, Junior the third. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot that we actually had a little discussion about the pronunciation of uh Daenerys Targaryen yep. on um uh, uh, on the last film sack. We did. Uh, yes, Daenerys Targaryen, 62 episodes of the show. And I can mulligan this now and say, oh shit. I can't remember who played her now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, all right. This is embarrassing. Okay. This is embarrassing. She was okay. also in let's, that. Let's just go on. We'll, we'll, we'll go get another no, one. No, hold on. I'm going to get uh-huh. this because it's going to annoy okay. me if I don't get it. And I wanted, right. I wanted to use this system for what it was meant for. I can't remember her name. F it. I guess I can't. Okay. Randy, go. All right. Uh, Amelia Clark is who we're looking ah! for. By the way, and, and we could have also accepted Peter Dinklage for Tyrion Lannister. But not the other two. Not, not, uh, you can't crisscross them. All, All right, right. Back to Randy. Well, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to imagine the top of the list. And I, I'm guessing that like top five is Jon Snow. Who was played by Kit Harrington? Oh, look at you getting the mulligan and the points. Um, uh, 62 episodes of Game of Thrones featured Jon Snow, played by Kit Harrington, earning Randy a coveted mulligan. What does that rank him, real quick, uh, in the order? Like as many episodes or the most episodes? How many times Kit uh, Harrington in there? You mean like where, what number is he in the list? Yeah, just curious. He's fourth in the list. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Yep. All right, Randy, your turn episodes. again. Because you uh you did your you got your mulligan. You have to go right now. No, no, you only no. you only use the mulligan if you miss. Oh, <laughs> I thought you had to use it right after. No, no, no. He got it right. So you only use a mulligan oh, if you get it so, wrong. Okay, so it doesn't matter whether you say who it was or not. All right. Yes. Um <laughs> let's uh let's get uh Arya Stark in there. Played by Arya Stark. Francine McGillicuddy Pinochle was her name wow you even got her maiden name in there i'm impressed yeah. uh aria stark appeared in 59 episodes of game of thrones cool and you Wait. don't want to don't have a guess on her name uh Ma- Maisie williams Maisie williams Maisie williams is absolutely correct yep yeah. and you you've earned yourself a mulligan all right 
She was only halfway through that series when she made the New Mutants, and then <laughs> finally put that out. Right. So. Finally, yes, exactly. It's true, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. All right, Randall. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how long I can stick with these fighting boys. Uh, so another fighting boy that's in a lot of episodes is Jamie Lannister. Mm. Jamie Lannister, absolutely. Fifty-five episodes featuring uh, the one-handed man. Uh, do you have a? I guess you can't earn a second mulligan. You can only have one mulligan and play at a time. So, oh, but matter. I may as well recall his name. It doesn't oh, good hurt luck with anything. This. Yeah, sure. good luck with this name. Oh God, <laughs> it's it's a great name. Like I'm 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 picturing this. This ridiculous, uh, like he's like, he's like, uh, from from Holland or something. I don't yeah. know where the hell he's yeah, from. Yeah, he's Danish, I think. Uh, Denmark, maybe. And I think it's like, oh god, Horkabika. It's like it's, a big it's, long it's, thing. It's it, his first name is Nikolaj, but I don't know his last name. Uh, Nikolaj Koster Walden books. So <laughs> okay, well done. thank you. Coster Walden books was my favorite mall bookstore, man. They were the best. <laughs> they were so is, that, is that guy from yeah. like Denmark? Denmark. I think I he's Dane, I think. Or no, I think he's a, f I don't even know. He's something okay. like that. Though. All right. Yeah. Holland something. Who knows? I predicted a fast game and we're going we're gonna to drag it out forever. Let's do his sister and love interest, <laughs> Cersei Lannister. <laughs> Nicolaj Costco Walden. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pops and Recline. Uh, you said uh, Cersei Lannister. Yeah, that's also correct. Very good. She's played uh, by uh, uh, Lena Lena Headley. Lena Headley. Lena Headley. Hedy. 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 Yep. Yeah. Hedy. <laughs> uh, Sixty-two episodes. Yeah, you've already got a mulligan, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. uh, uh, yes, Cersei Lannister, uh, number two in the list, as a matter of fact. And and uh, Laura Mann says that he's Serbian. Oh, Serbian. Collage Costco Walden books. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Cos right. Costco Walden books. <laughs> That is really great. <clears throat> they probably would have saved Walden books, by the way, had Costco bought them and then became it Costco totally Walden. would have, yeah. Yeah. All right, right next Randy. to the B. Dalton. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Timothy Dalton uh, bookstore is the best. <laughs> Timothy B. Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite bonded bookstore. It's very good. All right, give me uh, everybody's everybody's favorite uh, chubby sidekick, Sam Tarley. Samuel Tarley, indeed. 48 episodes featuring... Uh, Samuel Tarley. Um, Played by Josh Gad, Mulligan. right? Josh Gad. <laughs> John Bradley. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Oh, okay. I know we're getting we're getting to a place where the Starks are less and less in there, but I think Sansa Stark probably still in the top. Sansa Stark still in the in the top list, actually rounding out the top five, as a matter of fact. Uh, Fifty nine episodes for her. Totally forgot her name. Don't remember her name. Oh, God. Uh, she's married to Joe Jonas. I know that. Yeah, uh, she, she's, she vapes uh, a lot. Constantly vaping. Vaping 100% of the day. Yes. All day. <laughs> Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Correct. Should be Pretty Vapor good. Turner. That's what it should be. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys have um, vape seven zone. left on my list. Vape, vape, Only vape. seven. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, so uh, while we're, we're thinking of the Stark sisters and fighting boys... Uh, I gotta go with uh, Peter Baelish. That would be the little finger, Peter. Peter Baelish, Baelish absolutely. Uh, Aiden Gillen, forty-one episodes, just making the cut. Forty-one episodes for uh, Peter Baelish. That guy's, AKA that guy's great. Finger. He's great in lots of stuff. Um, all right, 
But this is like this is one of those shows that it's like I don't want to see him ever again. Like I, I this is what he is for me now, forever. I saw him in oh, something else since. You see him at the very beginning of uh, the Dark Knight. He's yeah. he's one of the bad guys that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is no, it, is it not uh, Dark Knight? It's the no, third one. The third one. The third one, right? Yeah. He's one of the ones that that Bane uh, kills in the plane. Yeah. He's supposed to. Yes, it was a quick roll. <laughs> right in Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, right. he's great. Okay, wrong. that was going to be my point. I loved him in Peaky Blinders, but I didn't like him in Peaky Blinders because I had just seen Game of Thrones. Right, right. right. Well, he got his in the end. I can tell you that. All right. Okay. Look, you push a lady through a hole. There's ramifications. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is true. Uh, uh let's do uh, Joram. Joram. Oh wait, last name's important, isn't it? Yep. Jorah. Oh, Mormont. Mormont. Very good. Jorah Mormont. 52 episodes. Ian Glenn or Ian. Ian. That's Ian, I think. E I A I N Glenn. Ooh, E A. Oh, I, that's weird. Now, he's Ian. great in everything, also. All sorts Ian. of stuff he's in. He's good. What did we call him originally? His nickname was like. Uh, Sir Friend Zone or something like that. <laughs> that would be appropriate, right? Sir Friend Zone. Yeah, yeah that's about right. <laughs> uh, so I don't. I'm I'm now at the point where I'm probably going to name someone we've already named because I haven't been sure. fully paying this attention. Is, this is where but, the Mulligans will probably come into. Come oh, right. I will. We still have I would like to. I would like to uh, submit one. Um, one penisless Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> yes, it's come true. On. This man come has on. no dick. Yeah. Come on. Uh, be 40 Theon... episodes. Come on. 47 for Theon Oof. Greyjoy. All Very right. Uh, played by Lily Allen's brother, Alfie. Alfie yeah, Allen. Who I good think egg. he's coming up in something new that I saw a preview for, and I can't remember what it was. It's called 50 Shades of Greyjoy. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. Let's do, uh, oh, see, now we're getting into the rudders here, which just doesn't, it's not even a sentence. I mean, I just made that up. We're getting into the rudders. I know, it what sounds good, mean? though. sounds appropriate. Um, that first season was definitely not 40 episodes. We're not going to count him. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you don't want to count anybody who died in, like, the first five yeah. seasons. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, exactly, don't mention that person. All right, let's, <laughs> let's say Bran Stark. I assume he was in there enough to. Bran Stark. Okay. 40 episodes. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Isaac Hempstead Wright and uh, the very bottom of this list. He looks wow, like he looks like he should hang crazy. he should hang out with that, that uh, kid from the It movies in the in the uh Oh uh, uh Sir Wolfhard Banaforth yeah. or whatever his name oh, yeah. is. Sir Wolfhard Banaforth. <laughs> Those two wow. should like go clubbing. Wolfhard Stringazel or yeah, whatever it is. I, I think can't. it was Stringazel. Yeah, that was it. All right, I feel good about that, Randy. You're uh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm being. I feel like I'm being uh, handed a loss. Uh, I don't like my my last guy. I don't think I know a, more of a name. So I hope that I. I hope I can get away with one name. Uh, Varus was the bald guy who has the incredible uh, uh, execution in the end. Uh, Varus. Oh, and I'll bet I could come up with his real name. Varus? Wow. I'll be impressed if you do. You won't need to. But Varus, uh, or Lord Varus, yeah, we don't get another, we don't get a fuller name. Oh, good. He's the, oh, he's oh. the, he's the Kramer oh. of Game of Thrones. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. 
Actually, I guess we do find out it's Cosmo Kramer, but Lord Varys <laughs> appeared in 46 episodes. And uh, do you want to try the name? I mean, I've got it in front he's of me. Got a, he's got a name like uh, like Shibboleth. <laughs> his, first name, his first name is is not a name that anybody, in at least in the Western English-speaking world, ever uses. I'm, I'm certain he's Irish. Uh, Conleth, Conleth Hill is there his. you go. His real name, yes. He's okay. such a good actor yeah, that great. I that you've not really seen in anything, you know. Oh, uh, it's true. All right, you got two more names you can give me. So, wow. Seriously, we're that we yeah. we've whittled it down to two. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I'm of sorry. Of the fifteen, you guys have named thirteen. So, okay, so probably seaworthy guy. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. I want to help with this. Don't help um, me. Don't help me. Seaworthy. His that, name is he, like the lady who's in charge of the... Uh, she's the secretary a, of it education. It sounds like he's an NFL uh, like wide receiver. It's, uh, it's, it's going deep for Seaworthy. Seaworthy. Once again, taking the team to the championship. All right, I'm going to say... I think it's like the, the education lady. I think it's da da Davos, Davos Seaworthy, Davos, Davos, Betsy Davos Seaworthy, DeVos. Betsy Davos Seaworthy. Uh, good enough, da Davos Seaworth. Ooh, the uh, Onion Knight. Tell me he's in there. He has forty-two episodes oh. for Davos. The Onion Knight. He's my favorite character in the whole series. I love. Him. I would never be able to pull out his last name. His first name, yeah, but boy, being able to being able to wrangle that backwards from his last name first is. Uh, yeah, Seaworthy, I always remembered because he was the sea or you know, he's the ship guy. But yeah, the Onion Knight's probably the thing you should remember more. That's a good point. Right. Now, you, here's what this means. Okay. We have only one name left on the list, but it goes to Randy. If Randy misses it, the caller wins. If Randy gets it, the caller wins. So either way, the caller wins, but we're still going to get see if Randy can finish out this list. Oh, I love this. I, I'm just going to take a guess. Like, sure. That's all I can do. And uh, there's a lot. I just want to say, like, there's a lot to choose from. Like, now that we're now that we're through the like around this area, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like think about it. Think about all the all the people that have probably been in like 35 episodes of this show. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I gotta since we're since we just named my favorite uh, character, I gotta go with everyone's favorite character <laughs> that came out of Game of Thrones, mm. and that would be uh, Brienne of Tarth. That's my Absolutely. best guess. Oh, that is, that is the it? correct guess. Oh, I was going to say the Hound. episodes for the stainless steel stormtrooper. Yeah, Gwendolyn uh, Christie. Christie. Yeah. My gosh. I was, yeah. was going to say, uh, I really, I was, honestly, I thought it was going to be the Hound. I was sure of it. I was sure oh, yeah, of it. I wonder how many, I don't, you know, I don't have the IMDb page in front of me. but I don't Especially know given episodes. that we we spent the whole series calling for Clegane Bowl. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Just, it's just that there were a lot of episodes, like, I was thinking about that. Like, which one would I even name? Probably Sandor Clegane was in more than Gregor Clegane, no, Gregor's right? No, the, Gregor's the Hound. But, he would have been definitely more no. in the mountain. The mountain Sandor. Uh, the Hound, it? 38 episodes. Oh, you're right. I have it backwards. Gregor is yeah. the is right. the mountain Sandor. Uh, Sandai, 38 episodes. Braun. Uh, 37 episodes, and not to be confused with Bran. Glad I didn't go with Bran, yeah. man. Podrick, 35 episodes. Grey Worm, 34 episodes. 
that's what I'm talking about. Like, like Grey Worm, perfect example of a yeah. guy who's just standing around in three dozen episodes. <laughs> yeah, he's just okay. Chilling. All right, but it was, but it was Brienne of Tarth, everyone's favorite. Brienne, Brienne of Tarth, uh, Tarth. And, uh, closing out the lists. Well, list one hundred percent. Played by it. played by Chris Christie, mayor, former mayor of New Jersey. <laughs> Chris Christie, well done. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well, you know what that means. You won. And how do you feel about your big win? You picked all the right horses plus the two horses tied. What? Do you, how do you feel? Honestly, first time in chat, first time live, first time caller. Whoa. Winner, I, I won and a first time winner. Yeah. And dude, you're just killing it today. Look at this, like a trifecta. That's fantastic. Well, all you got to do uh, to claim your winnings, these two games, is uh, send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. He'll send you those codes right away, and you'll walk out of here one happy listener. Absolutely. This is going to be the best Wednesday of his week. I guarantee it. <laughs> guarantee so I it. wasn't looking at chat. And and I just came back to it, and a bunch of people had previously guessed Brienne of Tarth, and I'm like, okay, all right, good. I feel I feel like I'm one with my people. You feel vindicated because she came in. She came in. You know what? Second season, maybe third. She came in relatively later. Yeah, but later. Still, yeah, yeah. But like, you could really tell that once they got her in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. they loved that character. And, oh, for sure. And the DBs kept returning to her. For yeah, Davos didn't show up until the second season. Right. And I didn't show up until the third, but she only was thirty-eight episodes. So, but but Brienne was third season. You said second season. Second season looks season. like for uh, for Gwendolyn oh, Christie. Okay. Yeah. What's wow. What's crazy is she's. Let's see, six foot one. Which is like three inches shorter than me, mm-hmm. but it when you see her next to anyone else in that production, she's looks like she's a foot taller than everybody. <laughs> yeah, and it just yeah, goes to show that average people in Hollywood are short. Right. And Season two, episode three was her debut. All right. I am so glad that I happened to show up for this one and not like copy machine brands. <laughs> or Don't give oh, away what we're doing next week. That's Come a good on. one. I got to research that a little bit. Let's get going here. Let's see. Canon. Um, I don't know who else. Uh, Xerox. Who can forget Xerox? I mean, you know, they're the, they're the granddaddy. Right. Oh, geez, uh, yeah, well done, Randy. You did Six a fun job standing yeah. in today. Good job. Uh, you're, as a, you're as good a done away as anyone when done away is away. And, I'm uh, your Huckleberry. You are our Huckleberry. <laughs> Is there any any final word of wisdom you'd like to share with the fine folks before we go? You're a daisy if you do. Oh. <laughs> that was that was the uh, the the text exchange that uh, Randy and I had this morning. He said, "Hey, would you be our Huckleberry for uh, Babel Royale uh, yeah. this morning?" He said, "I'll be a daisy if you do." <laughs> nice, nice. That's perfect. Well, now that we've done that, we have precious time little left okay. and we'll do it with this now if you'll excuse me i must go take my vitamins your news has upset me greatly let's do a quick news story brought to you by it's calming vitamins the news is brought to you by talk geekly if you dig comic books video games and other geeky subjects be sure to te- check out talk geekly on all podcasting platforms i am Pendragon and job for a cody host the podcast that brings you the latest and the greatest from comic books to video games and so much more from the geek culture Talk Geekly gives you Thursday throwbacks focusing on classic comic arcs and new comic Mondays where the newest, hottest books get the holy lederhosen spoiled out of them. Check out Talk Geekly on all social media platforms as well as all your major podcast platforms. And as always, keep it geekly. Yeah, I like that. That was nice. Little effects you got there. Little little effect, little effect time. Got to get this news in. You can now order the world's most expensive PB and J sandwich in Chicago for finally, finally, right for three hundred and fifty dollars. 
Okay. Uh-huh. This is true. Uh, hard to imagine a PB, PB and J uh, ever being fit for the upper crust. <laughs> oh, oh, hilarious. Uh, Yahoo.com.money, whatever. The elementary school staple feature, uh, three fr- uh, no-frills ingredients, and usually cost peanuts. <laughs> Again. We need a uh, sound effect we can play whenever there's a... <laughs> Or even like a slide trombone. Yeah, it's so dumb. It really, truly is the dumbest freaking jokes in here. Yes. Anyway, it says, uh, One Brave Chicago Restaurant has just released the world's most expensive PB&J for the sticky sweet sum of $350. (laughs) The Bogey Sammy. Bougie. Bougie. Oh, bougie, not bogey. (laughs) You certainly don't want a bogey in that, Sammy. No. Uh, Maverick, there's a there's a bougie on your left. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bogey Sammy on your tail. There's a bogey Sammy. Uh, anyway, it was dreamed up by brothers Matthew and Josh McCahill, McCahill, who recently opened a new West Loop joint, PB&J. Uh, though the restaurant's acronym actually stands for Pizza, Beer, and Jukebox, the duo decided to make a decadent sandwich with star attraction. Known as the Golden Goose, it's a new riff on American classic. It's jam-packed with an array of fancy ingredients that have been uh, scoured or sourced, rather, from all over the globe. Take that, flat earthers. Uh, (laughs) You mean across the flatlands. Yeah, the flatlands, the wasteland flatlands. The brothers were inspired to create a sandwich after stumbling stumbling across a $200 (laughs) PB&J that only featured a gold toothpick. So... The way I, I translate that yeah. is that it's a regular jar of peanut butter that costs $200 because a gold toothpick has been inserted into it? Correct. That's what they found. Okay. And so they decided yes. they wanted to top that because that wasn't enough for them. Because that was just basically peanut butter and a really expensive oh, 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 toothpick. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, okay. I, for whatever reason, I was thinking I was thinking it was coming, stumbling across a $200 bottle or jar of peanut butter that included a gold toothpick. Oh. But it was a $200 PB&J at another restaurant. Gotcha. Right. With okay. a gold toothpick inserted in that thing. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. So here's what they did. You have to order it a day in advance. So you got to call it in. All right. Okay. They build it around a loaf of bread that has gold dust baked into the flour and edible gold leaf topping on the thing. The gold leaf bread loaf I researched and improved, he says, uh, by making gold nuggets out of gold dust and sea salt, says Matthew McCawhill. He told the Rob Report. So basically, you're eating a sandwich full of gold. Yeah, gold dust and gold flaking. and. But how does that taste? Like, what are you doing? Like shit. Like $350 worth of shit. <laughs> Jamie, cap that out as a separate little... Nobody, nobody eats this and says, wow, that is the tastiest peanut butter and jelly sandwich I've ever eaten. They're going to they're gonna taste it and say, wow, that was uh, the most expensive peanut butter and jelly sandwich I've ever had, and it tasted like dirt. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I've eaten like 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 coins. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's earth metal. You know, it's not like you're eating some tasty thing off a tree. It's it's raw earth metal. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, oh, gold has no taste. It's true. Good luck to them. You know, real quick, real really quick story because I know we got to get to the music. But yeah. uh, uh, my buddy Chris Brown, insert joke here, yeah. um, was talking about a uh, trade show event that he went to where he and some clients were doing their lobby thing where you know you, you hang out after the trade show in the lobby bar and drink, and they kept buying him shots of Goldschlager. Okay. And drinking and drinking. Now, Goldschlager is peppermint schnapps that has little flakes of gold in it. You shake up the bottle, and it looks like a uh, snow globe with little flecks of gold in there. All right. Um, Never heard he, of uh, he got back to, up to the room, was feeling sick, 
and uh, puked up about uh, <laughs> oh. a half. Oh, it's cinnamon schnapps. That's right. Like a quarter of a bottle of Goldschlager, and he said the toilet looked like a, like a snow globe. Oh. I kind of gave away the snow globe joke in the. Uh, so wait, the though, did it did it? How expensive was it? What do you pay it's for that? It's not that expensive. Oh. Goldschlager is maybe 30 bucks a bottle or something, 40 bucks a bottle. It's not that expensive. It'd be funny if an old prospector came running in there going, I hear them going to that there toilet. Eureka! Eureka! Here, here, here. And he starts sifting it and everything. That'd be great. All right. Don't get the Caroni. It's like that guy again. All right. Uh, right, right. Love that guy. We're going to take a break, play a song, come back and hear from Tom, and then we're going to do recommendals. we got some stuff to recommend. All that and more after this break. Uh, from Brian. What song are we doing? Yes. All right. Well, you've heard of this group, Zero Seven. They are uh, an acclaimed British duo getting together with uh, singer-songwriter Lou Stone for a brand new EP that comes out at the end of October. October 23rd uh, sees the debut of the Shadows EP uh, starring uh, featured or featuring Zero Seven by Zero Seven featuring Lou Stone. This is great. And right now you get to hear the title track from this thing coming out the end of the next month. Here's zero seven and shadows. Sonny Edge 
guys this episode sponsored by blue chew remember the days when you were ready to go remember that well now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Absolute control of all of our mass communications media. Television, the radio, the press and Hollywood. Room, 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 room. 
You are not prepared. This is the morning stream. And we're back, everybody. Groovy song. Groovy. Yeah. Like nice, uh, old, new old-fashioned vibe to that. I like the yep. juxtaposition. You know who likes that stuff is my son, Nick. Loves it. Really? Yeah, good. loves That's like good. groovy yeah. 70s-ass sounding kind of R&B kind of uh, we'll stuff. Let him know about this uh, new 07 EP. Yeah. Uh, it's great stuff. Shadows is the name of the EP coming out the end of October. So Shadowlands from World of Warcraft coming out at the end of October. Isn't that funny? Right. Yeah. yeah on the twenty, both on the twenty third, right? Twenty. Oh, twenty seventh for Shadowlands. Sorry. Twenty seventh. Okay. But still, oh, so close. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will be uh, joined shortly by one Tom Merritt, who I will play the proper intro for this week and not the wrong one. So. Mm-hmm. Enjoy this. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. He is here joining us once again, as he does most Wednesdays in the calendar year. Tom Merritt, welcome back to the program. How the heck are you? Thank you, Scott Johnson. Uh, thank you, Brian Ibbett, for transporting me back to Fringewear in Austin, Texas in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at you. Glad, glad we could be there for you. Yeah, yeah I mean, that sound with the G.I. Joe stuff playing yeah. i was like I, I could be standing in fringe where you know browsing the physical version of boing boing up on the shelf while i'm wow. i don't even okay so Fringeware is a place that's it was a, a yeah it was a store in austin uh that sold like hacker stuff and comics oh, cool. and anarchist cookbook you know that kind of stuff oh that's cool Very look cool. at you did you have like uh, let's describe tom Merritt of the era where we Long hair? Were we like uh, kind of emo looking? What was going uh, on? Not long Acid hair. Acid wash uh, jeans. I not long hair, long. but usually like yeah, a t-shirt with a flannel over it. Uh, yeah, maybe a leather jacket in the winter. And, nice. Uh, yeah, pro- and uh, flogging dressed. my zine. Oh, your zine? You had a zine, yeah. did you? <laughs> of course, you had a zine. That's yeah, great. Some brilliant news. Wow. Uh, hey, can I can I put these up here for free on the zine rack? Sure, go. Yeah, they didn't mind. <laughs> Man, I kind of miss zines. Zines were cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess there still are some. It's not like it's completely gone, but they're not what they used to be. Yeah, well, because the, if they if they're around, they're usually mostly online, right? Which is mm-hmm. kind of not. Not the same spirit. No, doesn't have the same grassroots kind of feel to it. This is mm-hmm. all true. Uh, well, what does have a grassroots feel is Tom's access to the world of technology and uh, his sharing it with the rest of the world, which will happen today on the Daily Tech News Show. What are you preparing for this morning? I uh, Well, uh, you know, I, I wanted to know if you guys wanted to talk about those NVIDIA graphics cards. I do. I do very much. Mm-hmm. Those gigantic uh, PC-sized graphics cards I they're going to sell. I mean, we could talk about the RTX 3070 and 3080, which are, are lovely upgrades to the 2070 and 2080, but let's not. Yeah. Let's talk about the gigantic 3090. Yeah. Uh, 24 gigabytes of G6X memory, 60 frames per second at 8K, NVIDIA says it's the first 8K supporting uh, video card. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but it doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. It occupies three slots, comes with a silencer (laughs) uh, to make it 10 times quieter than the Titan RX and ship in September 24th for $1,499. You don't need it, but you kind of want it. You kind of want it. Yeah. Three slots, though. I don't even know if I have that. I probably do. I can probably rearrange it, but... It's, it's not the first. Roger was making fun of me for being impressed by it. He's like, it's not the first multi-slot. It's not even that big, which which are both true. But yeah. uh, it is just it is just the kind of ridiculousness that 
sometimes is heartening to see because it, you know you're, you you want to see companies pushing the envelope with yeah. stuff like that. I would argue though this is what's interesting about the the, the news about all three of these cards in this. Oh right, Wabbit Magic points out it needs an 850 watt power supply. Oh that's geez, wow. that's all. Yeah. Gosh dang yeah. it, dude. All right, so you're sucking half your power grid down with it. But uh, anyway, I okay. So obviously everybody in the world would want the fifteen hundred dollar one because that sounds rad and it seems cool and everything else. It's kind of top of the line and the best there is. But I'm actually kind of heartened at the prices across the board. Some people may say fifteen hundred dollars seems like a lot. Well, for that kind of power, that actually seems about right. For the other two cards, they're four ninety nine and six ninety nine. For the uh, kind of middle of the road one, or the the straight up through thirty. Yeah, I mean honestly, the 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 thirty eighty and the thirty seventy prices are are right on target. Hey, they're not cheap. No, no, but no. they're right on target. It's like the we didn't see a price jump. Uh, in fact, in earlier years, you know, back before the nine hundred series, fourteen ninety nine might have been your top line. Yeah, right? yeah, but also I would. I mean, it is the top line, but like your thirty eighty, not your thirty nine. Right, right. I, the way I would actually look at it, and the way I am looking at it, is this: the new consoles coming out this card is more capable than their graphics stuff uh, mm -hmm. by the specs. And that means if you've got a decently equipped PC, which didn't wasn't free, obviously you've paid for that already, but sure. you, yeah. may, you may end up spending $499 for this, and you're going to have all the ray tracing capabilities and all the other things that are being touted by the new consoles with a, a couple of exceptions. But for the most part, you're going to, you know, that's, that's going to put you on par or better and you're going to spend probably the same money, although we still don't know what the consoles are going to be. But we think $499, $599 is the current guess. So, I don't know. I think this makes PC players probably go, all right, well, I know what I'm doing for the next, you know, two years or whatever. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not bad. And it's and it's probably going to be the most expensive part of your PC. You can, you can build a PC around, a, you know, a, a decent uh, processor chip and power supply and memory and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But this is... If it's a gaming PC, this is where you're going to invest the majority of your money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The you're GPU building. always the most money. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to see any of these in a mobile uh, form right. factor and for a while anyway, or at least this this level of card in a mobile uh, thing, right. especially the $1,500 one. But need a, second, yeah. need a second box for your mobile yeah. <laughs> your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> NVIDIA was, was touting that only 8% of gamers worldwide are dedicated console players. Right. Uh, in other words, only game on console, don't game on PC. So they're, they're trying to position themselves as, as, you know, we don't care if they're not using NVIDIA in the game console because the real gamers we all know are on the PC and uh, they they touted that ray tracing you know it's been around for two generations and earlier on people are like why do I need that uh, it's now here Fortnite is going to have ray tracing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War gonna have ray tracing Cyberpunk 2077 uh, so so they're saying look this is this is the, I mean they're not admitting they were ever wrong but they're saying you know now the ray tracing games are here for you to take advantage so it's worth getting these yeah it's the 8K 60 frames part that's really not that big a deal like i mean it's a big deal 60 frames is what ray tracing was two generations ago it's like yes eh, hardly anything's gonna take advantage of it but i guess it's neat that's yeah. a really good point point. and here's the other thing i would i would recommend if people already let's say if you're still rocking a 980 ti or something this or is, you know you're, you're me or right you're now. or you're tom and you're like a 640 whatever <laughs> whatever it is you have this might be your time to upgrade in fact it probably is if you're if you're rocking a 2080, which was just the last generation of this new set of cards, which does support ray tracing and some really high-end features and runs really great, then you probably don't need to upgrade right, right away. I would recommend yeah. holding off. 
for a bit. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Even even 1070, 1080, eh, you, you know, depends on who you are, yeah. right? Uh, and, and I guess it always depends on who you are. If you need to have the latest, greatest, obviously you're going to jump in. But uh, you, you can get by with a 1070, 1080 on most games pretty well if you're not worried about maximum performance. Yeah, and there are people out there like one Joey Image, I know he's listening, who will probably want the $1,500 one because he's crazy like that. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't have any room with all of the hard drives that he has. Exactly. House, so. He's got stacks yeah. and arrays of hard know what drives. He's do. <laughs> what else do you expect from a wrestler who's featured on our latest episode of Current what? Geek Chronicles? It just came out yesterday. Uh, people should go be checking that out at currentgeek.com or wherever you sub to your podcast. It's out and it's up. You get to hear this wrestling episode where we break it down and figure out why people are so nerdy and into their wrestling. Because Tom and I aren't really wrestling fans, but we might be a little more now. Well, we, now we understand it, right? Yeah. Like I watched a little bit of wrestling in junior high because a few of my friends were in it. I sort of dabbled, you know, I knew who Hulk Hogan was and all that stuff. So it's not like I didn't know, right. but this was me and Scott going, okay, we have friends like Justin Robert Young and Katie Dierks who are like really into this. Explain to us why. And they did. Yep, and they did. I'm kind of convinced that it is, it's an art form. Yeah. That is, you know, it's a dramatic art form of our times. And a number of, of, of wrestlers piping in, talking about the craft and why it is what it is. And uh, plus, we had a lot of fun making it. Y'all should listen to it. CurrentGeek.com or wherever you get your podcast. If you've already subbed, you'll just get it. You've already seen it, in fact, by yes, yeah. as of yesterday. You've already gotten it. But if there's any confusion on that front, it's all at the website, CurrentGeek.com. Com. Tom, anything else you want to mention today before? No, man. Today? If you're like, I've always wanted to understand what the appeal of wrestling is, this episode is definitely for you. It's the Outsider's Guide to Wrestling. Yeah. If you're a wrestling fan, you're going to want to listen to this just to, just to chime in and go, yes, that's right, and maybe pass it around to your other friends who don't understand why you're into wrestling. So I will just second that call for subscriptions at currentgeek.com. Nice. Go do that. Uh, Daily Tech News Show today, 2.30. I'll be there. It's Wednesday. Tom Merritt, Ace Detect on Twitter. Have a good one. We'll see you soon. You too. Bye. Bye. You too. I like how I said you too. <laughs> All right. Brian, shall we dive into our thing here, which is we this? Totally. Do that. Okay. Uh, we don't have Nicole today. Busy doing homeschool stuff. Although I, I guess the in-person kid stuff starts next week. So she thought that maybe she'd be here next week. So we'll see. Uh, no, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> yeah. It's all about There's whether the, of... the schools kind of change their minds last minute sort of thing. And so who knows? But yeah. Uh, yeah. we shall see. As, as a result, Brian and I are on our own today. We're going to talk about stuff we've seen on streaming services that we recommend. We'll begin with Brian. What is your pick this week, Brian? This is a series that I never would have checked out had it not been for a couple people in the chat room heavily recommending this to us. Ooh. And uh, right. um, really digging it. And surprising how much I'm digging it. All right, awesome. Here it is. Don't move. Don't move, either of you. That's the essay that I wrote on laissez-faire economics. You know the one where I railed on it? You hate laissez-faire. Mr. Koontz graded that. And now it just flew out of my backpack? I mean, it's one thing to be in my dreams, but now this? Wait, it says, think outside the box. Oh, shit. This is straight-up haunting. The original draw. Or you're just stressed, okay? I don't think you're actually being haunted. How do you know that? I'm starting to get that feeling where my tongue goes numb. Did you just eat mango? Hey, that is dramatic, even for her. I hate to bring this up, but you didn't do your activities all yesterday. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I had to make these flyers since April thinks paper is way too analog, and I had to teach myself Adobe Illustrator first, which turned out to be really fun. Once I got a hold of the whole vectors thing, I was rocking and rolling. You see how Memorial kind of jumps out at you and there's a shadow behind the dove? Not easy. <laughs> a nice Adobe reference. So wait, so I've, yes. I'm trying to, I'm racking my brain. I don't know what this is. What is this? This is a brand new Netflix series that uh, came out earlier, or actually came out last month in uh, uh, middle of August, called Teenage Bounty Hunters. Oh. And again, this is something that I probably would have uh, have probably glossed over had it not been for like Dice Tomato, um, Tyler and Don Quan, a few people recommending that Tina and I check it out, and I'm glad they did because we're totally <laughs> getting a kick out of this. Um, this is about uh, two high school, uh, high school Christian high school students, a uh, pair of twins uh, named uh, Sterling and Blair, and um, they kind of fall backwards into a bounty hunter, a bounty hunting job. Okay, and um, it's it's it feels so surface level when you when you look at it, right? It's like okay, I can pretty much get what the premise is. I could probably predict what the 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 episode is going to be blah 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 yeah. and uh um the the it gets so much deeper that you just kind of you just kind of fall in love with this show um it doesn't have anybody else that you recognize from stuff in there uh spencer house um you might recognize from um space force he was one of the guys in space force oh oh yeah yeah i know that dude the, Yep. Um, Maddie Phillips and Angelica Bettfellini. Now, um, this is going to sound weird, but Tina and I both came, like both thought of this at the same time that Angelica Bettfellini, who plays uh, Blair, one of the two twins, yeah. uh, is uh, looks a lot like what we assume teenage Wendy Johnson, Wendy Dunford oh, looks like. Oh, let me see. Oh, geez, weird. Yeah, kind of does. <laughs> kind of does. That's weird. Ooh, yeah weird okay that's interesting she's in that new uh french dispatch thing in um the new uh, wes anderson movie coming up oh really oh okay. well everybody is isn't it? i mean that's basically like yeah name an actor they're all in it <laughs> they're in there yeah uh, anyway that. so it's 10 episodes it's uh just one season but i'm sure it's going to get picked up for a second season and um we're totally we're totally in love with it it's such a it's such a great show and uh uh hold on dice tomato saying why you know pay attention to chat oh cj from fuller house oh is that who that Kadeem is hardison oh kadeem hardison Dwayne wade from uh uh what a different world right uh kadeem hardison why is that not jumping out at me yeah different world and cosby show yep oh right the oh different world yeah the spinoff different yeah. world right right, right, right. Yeah, okay spinoff, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when he goes to college that show sucks um, anyway <laughs> That was not a good uh, show. Check it out. It's very good. It's called Teenage Bounty Hunters. It's on Netflix, and um, it's a lot. It's it's better than it has any right to be. All right. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Actually, it seems like something I might like, so I'll check it out. Yeah. Kind of a, don't get weirded out, and don't get weirded out by the, the woman that looks like your sister. Okay, I'll try it really hard. It sounds like um, a little Buffy the Vampire Slayer vibe. In that a, very. You know what? That's a really good comparison. Yeah, a little Buffy. If you're familiar with the show Good Girls on NBC with... Mm -hmm. um, uh, Retta and uh, May, Win not Winstead, when uh, Mary, anyway, Elizabeth Winstead Jr. the third. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Nailed it. Anyway, 
All right. Uh, awesome. Check it out. So me and Dice Tomato, look at that. Coming together to to uh, both recommend something. Look, Never thought I'd see the There's always a first, Brian. Always a first. Agree on something yep. <laughs> that we like. <laughs> always, always a first. Today you saw it for the first time. Okay. Uh, let's. Here's mine. Let's see if you can figure out what this is. Here you go. Hello. My name is Michael, and I'm happen to be a 25-year-old man. How do you feel about being on the spectrum? Well, autism is just a neurological disability. People with Asperger's or autism, they just learn things a different way. As far as I'm concerned, if anything, is actually more of a gift. And are you looking for love, Michael? Oh, yes, I am. I would like to start dating. I just um, don't really know how to get started because I've tried numerous ways and they've all been unsuccessful. All right. Guesses? Thoughts? No, but it sounds interesting. I mean, it is a, it is a Johnson doc. It's yep. a, uh, yep. documental. Yeah, definitely a <laughs> documental. So this is a short series, uh, documentary series that was produced in and by Australians. Um, mm. it's all, it all covers folks in Australia and it's called love on the spectrum. And it's basically oh. a series of folks who are have various levels of being on the spectrum i mean that's why they call it a spectrum autism is a huge spectrum of of how people express their autism and um that guy you heard from right there michael is do they do they bring up asperger's and do you chuckle every time yes but but they all say aspergers instead of Asperger's. oh really aspergers really in fact i think he's australian yeah i think he even says it let's see do you say it in this autism is just a neurological disability. People with Asperger's or autism. There you oh, go. I didn't even catch that he said uh, Asperger's. I didn't okay. either. It wasn't even until I made the clip later after I'd seen all this that I heard him say it. <laughs> that you realized yeah. it. Oh, I like that way better. I like oh, Asperger's. Asperger's is way better than Asperger's. Are you freaking yeah. kidding me? Yes. Anyway, so Michael's my favorite because <laughs> he is just, he's one of, uh, I also, this thing had a huge impact on me. Um, to the point that I, I I apparently really needed it. What I want to do is I want to hang out with these people all the time. Mm-hmm. And it they are it is just one of the most heartfelt, honest, quiet, lovely portrayals of of just life. People basically they're young adult uh people with 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 various levels of uh of autism who are trying to date or learn how to get along with people better or basically just getting those those social skills that are so hard for them. And they're trying to train themselves to do it. And there's a lot of uh, specialists that are helping them do it. And they do a lot of role-playing and stuff. But it's mostly them on their dates and then talking about getting ready for those dates. And then they, they have the dates themselves. And I just loved everyone. I wanted to hug everybody. I want to spend my time with everyone. I want to just talk to that Michael guy for days. It is a wonderful, beautiful thing. Um, Obviously, it's not a cakewalk to raise children with autism. Obviously, there, there are all sorts of things. But it turns out a lot of that stuff is the fault of people who don't understand it. The families themselves, the parents, I just wanted to hug all these parents because they're amazing parents. They all were just working so hard to do the best they could for these kids. And when I say kids, they're all, you know, 20, 23, 25, like Michael's 25. And they're still living at home. You know, they're not quite ready for living out in the world on on their own. But there's one couple that that gets married and and is doing stuff together and, and uh, you know, especially the 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 man in the relationship, he is he's really, really, you know, heavy duty 
autism going on, whereas his wife is a little bit less so. So it kind of balances them out. But but watching them try to navigate things that for you and I are easy, you know, just generally we're we're very self-effacing. We can have a conversation. We can laugh and we know when it's time to go, when it's time to say hi or bye or all that. They don't have a lot of that stuff. And watching them navigate that and learn that and do it in this really, I don't know, just I, I was I was so endearing. I loved it. I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. This and that Michael Jordan documentary are my two picks this year for documentaries. This isn't even presented as much as a documentary as it is a series of like, here are these people, and we're going to tell you about these people. And it's not it's not strictly a documentary, but it but it's all documentary style. And I think people would really really like it. And even if you think ah that sounds too too lovey dovey for me, I take 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 your uh, your butt, sit down, watch it, and change and have your mind changed because it's fantastic. Did you say this is um uh, it's a it's a single production as opposed to a series? Right? No, it's a series, a full series. It is a series. Okay, yeah, it's a full docu series, and it has I want to say six episodes. Okay, I think six total, something like that. Uh, Am- or not Amazon, sorry, uh, Netflix is where it's at. And it's a Netflix original as well. So it'll be there in perpetuity if you ever want to get it and don't have time right now or whatever. But if you just need a little bit of like, if you're right now going, man, where'd all the kindness in the world go? Mm-hmm. I think it went to this documentary. <laughs> That's cool. I, this is something, you know, because the only experience I've had or the only exposure I've had is the occasional um, character, the occasional um short story kind of thing about uh either asperger's or or autism rain man of course um so actually seeing something like this that would give it a lot more help me get a lot more understanding of of um oh yeah uh, for sure for sure of of the spectrum and not only that it would just it makes me feel like i part of me wishes i would have taught or i would have done something in a career that let me help like teach or be a part of this world somehow i don't know it's very compelling in that way because you just feel like oh these guys are great if the whole world was more like them and had their point of view and the honesty they have and all that we'd be a lot better off yeah because some of them are just like well tell them you know if you need to if you need to get a break or you're feeling a little nervous you know tell them you need to powder your nose or and you can just get up and, and go and she says i won't do that that would be lying you know so she's just saying exactly what she thinks where most of us are like, oh, yeah, I could use that as an excuse. And we don't really think about the little white lie we're telling. So there's like this, just this hardcore honesty about it. And I don't know. I freaking loved it. And all their accents are cute. It's just it's just amazing. So <laughs> they just need to not name it to make it sound like it's a reality or like a, a dating competition. Yeah, it does sound like like <laughs> love on the spectrum. Sounds like right. a, Love Island. Yeah. Love, uh, blind, love is blind. Love yeah. da, da, da. It's, it's, like, a, it's a little weird that way, but um Really, cool. really was, highly uh, recommended. It's very neat. Very. I'm cool. putting this on the list right now. I'll probably watch this right after. It'll be a good. It'll be a good um, reality break after uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters. So, I, good I agree. Recommendation. I agree. I think you'll like it. Um, all right, cool. that's it for recommendals. A reminder that Coverville is today. Do you like to tell us what's going on with that? I would like to tell you. I'd like to tell you what I'm going to be doing on Coverville, but I can't. Uh, no, it's going to be celebration of the 75th birthday of Van Morrison. Brown-Eyed Girl, Astral Weeks, uh, Into the Mystic. You know a lot of his songs. Well, you're going to hear them done by other people because that's what we do. Also, a set of September songs, probably the most commonly used month when it comes to music titles. And if you don't believe me, 
listen to the uh, listen to today's episode of Coverville today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time at twitch.tv slash Coverville. Very good. Uh, also, a reminder, because we haven't been talking about it a lot, the TMS yeah. Film Festival reminder, create your own ending explained or trailer reaction or 10 things you missed style video. September 14th is your due date. So get that going, right. okay? Get that going. You got a couple weeks. Get yeah, it to us. Time. We'd love to love to see it. And I've got. I'm going to show you right here. This. No length limits, by the way. Well, don't go crazy, but we're not putting a hard limit. So. Yeah, exactly. Do what you need to do. What you need to do to get the thing across. Right here, this Geek Fuel box. Yeah. Is what I'm filling up with um, Funko Pops and prizes and stuff like that. Is there anything already in here? Oh, there is. There's a Michelangelo Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figure, mint on card, mock. What else could you ask for? It feels like that's the whole prize. Wow. (laughs) That's just one thing that's going to be in this box that's going to be full and sent to our winner. So uh, get those uh, film submissions in, whether you put them on YouTube and share a link with us or send us a link to a Dropbox MOV file or whatever you want, um, and, uh, and we'll have winners. And they'll probably be like, you know, runner-up winners and stuff like that. So, Very nice. Um, I love it. Yeah. Uh, some more on that soon. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support our show, and you can find everything else, including ways to submit those movies, over at frogpants.com slash TMS. We are now going to take our leave We'll be back tomorrow with a regular show. Wendy should be here. She'll be back in Minnesota, but she's literally here now upstairs. Yeah, literally. Literally. And they're on their way to the airport soon, so I'm going to go see them. But tomorrow we'll have a show, and then it'll be great. Brian, play us a song. What do you have? Cool. All right. Well, uh, big happy birthday, by the way. 56th birthday to this guy right here, Keanu Reeves. Oh, wow. 56. Well done. 56. Uh, also, Wicked Truth saying, hello, Scott and Brian. Really hoping you picked me for this day's song request. It's the wedding anniversary of Tadpool's own photographer of shenanigans, great guy and dear friend, Greg Skinner, a.k.a. TVZ Gone, and his lovely bride of 18 years, Kelsey. Awesome. Wishing them all the love on their special day and many more anniversaries to come. Sincerely, Wicked Truth. Nice. Surprised that Wicked Truth suggested this song and not an Oingo Boingo song because would have thought that that uh, an Oingo Boingo song would have been uh, the pick, but this one's great actually. So I'm glad they picked this. Um, they want to hear a cover of the power of love by Huey Lewis in the news. I've got a great version right here by a group called the magazines from their 2009 album. Please come home. Here are the magazines and the power of love.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Nee, <laughs> <laughs>